Hello, and welcome back to episode 16 of Just Talking, the podcast from Just Talking. I am your host, Patrick Ainsworth. Um, so in today's episode, I will not be doing it. It won't really be a longer episode compared to the ones that I have before, but I will be going over the Game 1 lineup for uh, the World Series between the Braves and Astros. The Braves and Astros have both released their the news for their starters and who they're going to have pitch, uh, some things that we might want to look at during the series, and specifically this game. The Braves' lineup has been released. Uh, the Astros is not. So I think that's going to pretty much be it. I won't be doing too much sports if I do do any other sports in this episode, so let's get right into it. So let's get right into the starters and the lineup for game one. Uh, So the Braves batting order will consist of starting batting first will be the DH, uh, Jorge Soler, who has had some injury problems throughout the end of the year, uh, all throughout the year, really. But, um... It is one of the best signs to see, you know, your number one hitter that you want batting first in the World Series. He's back, so that's a good sign for the Braves. You have Freddie Freeman, their veteran, batting second. He will be playing first base. Ozzy Albies is their third batter at playing second, at playing second, like base. Um, it's kind of weird because, you know, usually you have – Ozzy Albies playing uh, batting first, and um, but now you have Jorge Soler, and you want to obviously you know keep Albies in you know a good spot in the lineup. Um, a lot of if I think if you have you know twenty nine of the other thirty teams have Ozzy Albies, I'd play, I'd put him uh, first, um, especially you know either him, Eddie Rosario, or Freddie Freeman really, but. Again, I'm not the one that got the Braves to the World Series. That was the Braves themselves, not me. Um, And they got past the Dodgers, so I think they maybe know a bit about what they're doing. But who knows? Then you have Austin Riley batting fourth, playing third. He obviously has been on fire defensively and offensively all throughout the postseason. You know, there's been plenty of people talking about it. Uh, throughout the regular season, you have, you know, Fernando Tatis Jr., Bryce Harper, um, all these other MVP candidates, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Shohei Otani, everyone who's these MVP candidates who are so good. Austin Riley's the only one that's in the playoffs, and now he's in the World Series. I'm not going to say he got his team there. I mean, Eddie Rosario got his team there through the Dodgers, and, you know, there have, um, there have been some, you know, many different players who have really helped them out throughout, um, you know, all throughout the postseason and the se- uh, regular season. So you have Austin Riley batting fourth, playing third. Then you have Eddie Rosario, the man who has really just torn up the Dodgers' defense. Their pitching had, you know... Productive outs, as a lot of people like to talk about it, but so do the Astros. Astros, you know, 
they go into it, it they can it, it can end up being ground out to shortstop, but there's still six pitch six pitch at bats, six or seven pitch at bats, and that's what gets deep into the pitcher's pitch count. And that's what gets them out of the bullpen. These these kind of games where, you know, especially the beginning where you have those one two games, then you have that one day off going into the three game stretch at another field, it's very, very important to have those deep, productive, productive outs, and that's what Eddie Rosario does. He gets deep into the Dodgers' bullpen, and he and he doesn't just get out after that. He actually gets hits. I know. It's something crazy. I've never seen it before. Um, but then batting sixth, Adam Duvall, which is kind of a weird one. Again, I'm not the one that got the Braves to the World Series, but Adam Duvall, it's kind of a weird one seeing that you have Travis Darnold, Jack Peterson, and Dansby Swanson following him after that. Uh, but he will be playing center field, so then you have batting seventh is Travis Darnod, their catcher, um, who's been a complete backstop for um, – he hasn't been need to, you know, chase after wild pitches too much. Um, which is a good thing, but uh, when when that does occur with the Braves pitching staff, he's there to stop him. Um, he's also been phenomenal hitting, getting those, you know, just like Eddie Rosario, getting deep into those counts, getting productive outs. Jock Peterson, who's also been on fire this postseason, um, I love to see him play. He's amazing. Um, so hopefully he can carry carry the Braves through uh, quite a few of these games. They're looking for him to stay hot throughout the entire series. That's one way that they need to win. And then you have Dancy Swanson batting ninth, playing shortstop. Um, you know, you never – it's – obviously, Dancy Swanson is not, like, the worst hitter on their team. That's why they put him at number nine spot. No, obviously not. Um, it's like the Dodgers, Dodgers offense, you know. The Dodgers have so many great guys that – you know, they're putting some guys batting 7th, 8th, ninth. where if they were on other teams, they'd be batting 1, two, one through 4. Um, but they just have such a productive and scary offense that they put some really good hitters at number 9, where, yes, with the Braves throughout their entire batting order, it looks pretty scary. But Dansby Swanson, that's just strategic play that they're putting him at the number 9 spot. He's obviously not their worst hitter, so they're putting him there. Obviously, he's proven that he's not. Um, but uh, I do, I do have to agree with them in this kind of spot. They he he hasn't been too productive as of recently. But um, hopefully, they're trying to just you know keep him down at the number nine spot for now and try and hold out. You know, you have Jorge Soler, Freddie Freeman, Albies through Riley maybe in the first inning. Then you get to the second or third inning. And, you know, Dansby Swanson, you got Jock Peterson, Eddie Rosario, Travis Darnold on base. Then you have Dansby Swanson at the number nine spot who can get you on base. He can get on base. He can get outs that move up the runners to then get them to the top of their lineup. So that's a way he's been productive. So that's the Braves batting order. Again, the Houston Astros batting order has not been released yet. Game start will be at 8.09 p.m. Um, so I'm guessing that the Braves at batting order will, again, you have reasons to say, I'll say the same throughout the series, relatively the same, but then you have other reasons, you know, 
The Braves are people that like to try out new things. They have a wide variety of players. They have really old veteran players like Freddie Freeman or Travis Darnold. And then you have really, really young players like Austin Riley and Ozzie Albies and players like that. And then you have players that have been traded through many other teams like Eddie Rosario or Jorge Soler or Jock Peterson. You know, they've been traded throughout teams, and now they're sticking with a team that the Braves are going to try and just get them working into the clubhouse, thinking, you know, they have a good chemistry with that team. And that's clearly seemed to work since they acquired Jock Peterson. Um, and Jorge Soler, I think they've had him for a couple years now, but still he's he's been through quite a couple teams, I think. Didn't he play for, like, the Royals at one point? I believe he did. But now moving to the Houston Astros, they have released their starter. It will be Framber Valdez, who pitched an amazing uh, game four or five, I believe it was, against the Red Sox in the ALCS. He, um, you know, there's a lot of people that doubt him and say that, you know, maybe he can't go through it and maybe he can't go the distance, you know. He did, he pitched a no-hitter into the fifth or sixth inning, um, and, uh, the, his previous start prior to this, and he, he did really well, but, you know, now he's, there's the World Series, this is in the ALCS here, um, obviously the ALCS is almost just as important, but, you know, the World Series is also pretty important, so, he hasn't been in too many situations like this under a ton and a ton of pressure, but we'll see where he can go from here. I think if you ask me, he's he's the guy that can handle it. He he's a guy that can get the job done. And um you know, Framber Valdez, whereas, you know, on other teams, probably would not be the one guy that you want being, you know, the game one starter in the World Series. But the Astros have a bullpen, you know, where you have you don't have three or four really, really good guys. You've got decent guys all throughout and they're these, so it's much more strategic in this form. They really have to think about what they're doing, not just putting their best best pitcher out there. So they're strategically thinking, you know, Framber Valdez, obviously they're not going to try and have him go seven or eight innings. They, this is game one, you know. You want to keep him for uh, probably game three or four um, so he can pitch some relief innings because that's also what's great about him. He's a starter and he's relief pitcher. So we'll see where how the Astros handle him. But the Braves now have also released their pitcher, and that will be Charlie Morton to start on the mound. He had a great start before against the Dodgers. Um, he got the job done. He got productive outs uh, for him, you know, like getting like two or three pitch at-bats and getting a ground out or a fly out. Or he had plenty of strikeouts, so... Obviously, since they acquired Charlie Morton from the Rays, he has just been, I believe it was, the, yes, it was the Rays. He has been amazing for them. So let's hope that the Braves, well, if you're a Braves fan, uh, in this case, I'm cheering for the Braves. Um, I've seen many memes uh, showing, you know, who's rooting for the Braves and the Astros. And the Astros are the tiny little town of Houston. Well, they're tiny compared to the entire 
uh, United States, which is rooting for the Braves. And uh, I guess that pretty much sums up what, you know, this series and who people are rooting for. Only the people in Houston are cheering for Houston, whereas everybody else is cheering for Atlanta. But, you know, you might have some reasons to hate Atlanta. Might not. I don't know. I'm cheering for Atlanta personally. Uh, They're probably my favorite team in the NL, saying that I like the Red Sox and the AL. But, yeah, Charlie Morton, hopefully they get a good, decent start out of him. I think if you ask me, you're going to have the Braves pitch Charlie Morton longer than they will pitch, than the Astros will pitch Framber Valdez. So, let's see how this will turn out. Um, Obviously, this... All of what I'm saying will translate into more different kind of the, oh my gosh, more games prior after this. So, you know, more games in the series, like, uh, you know, game two, game three, all that, all that stuff. Um, so what I'm saying now doesn't just apply to this game. Obviously, the pitchers, you're not going to have Framer Valdez and Charlie Morton pitch and start two times in a row. But um, that pretty much wraps it up for this episode. If you enjoy, please, uh, listener support. I think you can do so. You incentive up for that, 99 cents a month. It uh, supports the podcast, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.